You've given an F plus? It's two different reasons to come to the exact same score. I don't know about that. I don't know. Oh, I don't know what it was, but the floor was wet. People oh, do that too because to go to they Dunkin could Donuts get... in the morning. <laughs> First of all, what are you doing hanging around fraternity bathrooms? <laughs> Three, Three, two, two one. one. D, D minus, minus for giving me my damn umbrella back. <laughs> this is bold. I'm giving this place an A. First ever annual A-Grady Award Show. Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. My name is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... Hi everybody, I'm Jackie. And welcome, especially this week, to a very special end-of-the-year, first-ever annual A-Grady Award Show. Yes, we are super excited to be here. We are excited to look back on all the different episodes that we've done so far this year. And we are also very excited because as we've said on previous episodes, we do have a special guest with us today. Yes. So unfortunately, due to uh, financial constraints, we only have two mics. So our special third guest will be chiming in for the tie-breaking awards for our various votes, voting procedures throughout the episode, right? Right. Yeah. So if you want to just say hi so people know that you exist, that would work. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so yes, our third party member does exist, but uh, he's kind of waiting in the wings for when we need those tie-breaking votes. And I'm sure we are going to need those tie-breaking votes because I feel very strongly about my nominees. Yeah, I feel somewhat strongly. <laughs> I feel moderately strongly. Yes. But anyways, I guess we should explain a bit of the, the process in terms of exactly what we're nominating uh, different businesses for and how that procedure will go. So if you want to just take a minute to explain that, I think that would be definitely helpful. Absolutely. So on this special episode for the holidays and the end of year, Joe and I went back and looked at all of the episodes that we've recorded so far this year, and we have se selected the best of the best in all of our different categories atmosphere and ambiance, service, coffee, food for both roasters and craft breweries. We have some special awards, some bonus awards, and then we're going to nominate the best of the best of both coffee roaster and brewery. Yeah, exactly right. And so since we obviously have our own nominations and we're probably not going to match up with all, all of them. That we have not shared beforehand. Yes. We have been r having these on our own. So Tommy, our third party member this time is going to join us as the tie-breaking vote essentially right we, we definitely will need that <laughs> yeah and he's uh listened to all the episodes he's actually been to some of these places with us so i consider him an expert of sorts regardless right and yeah. also to help us celebrate this special episode we have the three of us cracked into some treehouse beers yes which is a sort of top tier brewery that we haven't visited yet but Not i yet. see it happening next year in next year's series of episodes it's kind of top on my list of places i want to go so as this episode goes on you may hear some cracking open of cans and we're going to have some fun as we're going through our nominations today yeah we were talking before the episode started recording that the audio quality may be a little tenuous this episode so we're thinking of it as sort of a holiday staff party this is an unplugged <laughs> unfiltered type of yeah. episode we're going to just have some fun today but we are very excited to give out awards for the first time and hopefully i don't know i think i've 
sort of maybe mentioned to some businesses on Instagram that they may have nominations coming their way because I have my own picks. And they actually seemed uh, kind of excited about it, which is super crazy slash cool, I would say, right? Yeah. And we were talking about a couple episodes ago, one of the perks of doing the podcast and one of our goals of doing the podcast is to highlight really awesome small businesses that are doing things different and that are standouts. And I think today is going to help highlight that. And, you know, just when I was going through my nominations, I just want to put it out there that I did all of this kind of by memory. I did not go back and re-listen to any episodes. I did not look at my notes. I wanted to really think about what stood out even as time went on over the last couple of months. What has stood out to me and what are the lasting things that I want to, you know, really highlight and celebrate at the end of the year? Yeah, that was kind of fun for me too because I didn't go back, like you said, and uh, re-listen to anything. I just kind of looked at the list. And as I was going through for each uh, award category, I would say, oh yeah, I love this place for this part of the atmosphere and ambiance. But then I would see a few episodes later another place and say, oh man, that place also was crushing it with this atmosphere and ambiance vibe. So I, uh, anyways, I'm very excited to hear what your nominations are because I think a few of them we might line up with, but I think there's going to be many more that we have different And I still, for. I'm going to say this right now, I still am between a couple for the best brewery. So I'm kind of curious what my ultimate thought is going to be when I, when I actually have to put it I'm out so, there into the air. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we can get started. Uh, and again, thank you all for listening. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I can say all year or since we started, which was back in September, August, yeah, September. September yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys uh, who have been fans since the beginning. Thank you guys who have joined along the way. And uh, anybody else who's here for the first time, welcome and enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess uh, we can get started, right? Yeah, let's get started. Um, so I think that our first category, we're going to start with coffee roasters. Yeah, we're going to go through some coffee roasting categories. And we are going to each nominate the best that we believe for atmosphere and ambiance, service, coffee, and then food. Yep. So why don't you go first with your nomination for best coffee roaster, the best atmosphere and ambiance? All right. So my... Oh, I'm so nervous. My first nomination for best atmosphere and ambiance in the coffee roaster category is none other than Fundati Coffee in Lincoln, Rhode Island. I think it sort of speaks for itself. If you go back to our Fundati episode, we were kind of both blown away by the atmosphere and ambiance. And what's more impressive to me, and I'm not sure how much I'm supposed to weigh this, but it's my nomination, so I'm weighing what factors I want, is the fact that I didn't even give their atmosphere and ambiance, I think, an A grade. I gave it an A minus because I said I saw so much potential. It was still outstanding, but there was still so much potential to kind of develop a little bit further with the vibe that they were going for. And we've talked to them and they've DM'd us on Instagram some of those changes they've made. And it's been exactly what I could have ever hoped, you know, more than I could have ever hoped for. They had got like a like a plant shop now. They got all sorts of merch vibes. They got... I just saw on Instagram today a, a stocking thing and you can leave notes to the employees and their stockings. All of these different forms of engagements that I, I was really hoping for, they, I mean, they were doing, but they're now also implementing. So I was blown away then. I'm even much more fully blown away now. And I think it's a good nomination for those reasons. Okay. And you nominate? So interesting. Um, I do understand completely why you nominated them. And they were... Fondati was one of my top ones for atmosphere and ambiance, but I did not vote for 
Fondati. <gasps> I think you're probably shocked because I did love Fondati. I'm not so much shocked as appalled and disgusted, <laughs> but go on. Okay, so this is the first one we're actually going to need Tommy here to help us out. So I actually voted for best atmosphere and ambiance. I went with Southdown in Glen Cove, okay. New York. The reason I went for it was because out of all the coffee shops that we went to, I felt like this one was the most comfortable, the most cozy, the most safe. I mean, they had a fireplace, a fireplace going. We sat in a corner of the coffee shop where the fireplace was right behind us. They had natural plants all around. They had pastries set up the, the counter was set up so smartly. You could see all the roasting equipment. The bathrooms were awesome with the cool murals on the wall. The service experience was great, which does, you know, go into atmosphere and ambiance. I felt like Southdown was probably the place I could have stayed for the most amount of time. It had dim lighting and light music playing where it just felt like the coziest place I've ever been. I could have sat there in pajamas. And that's what I want in the morning. That's what I want from a coffee roaster. Interesting. So and I, I think the format we agreed upon was we'll, we'll each get for nominations and then try to destroy each other. No, <laughs> just try to like discuss right. through for, for a quick minute before our arbiter uh, third party votes cast the final votes because i actually like a lot of what you've said with your nomination i'm still sticking with fundati though because i do feel as if it's so fascinating to me that they have we've been able to see them really go through that evolution that we talked about and the fact like you were saying in terms of it being a safe comfortable place when we went into fundati we almost missed it because it's just in this random strip mall out right. in the suburbs of or outside of providence rhode island and it was so not what I expected from the outside. I don't think there's been a coffee roaster where the contrast between what's inside and my expectation going in was so different. And it's even more so now, I think, too, so which is interesting. I totally agree with what you're saying. And I think that if we would have been doing this episode three years from now, Fundati would probably win. Three years? Or a year from now. Like, I think just, we could go now. That's my I, point. I do. They've done some awesome things. They've been open for not a long time, and they've done some really, really great things. And I love Fondati. It, I gave it an A overall. However, I think Southdown is doing something really special. Southdown has about five locations, and they're still about to, they're about to open their sixth location, and they still feel like this small town safe coffee shop. We talk all the time about how when people grow, they get corporate feeling. Mm-hmm. I do not get that feeling from Southdown. Okay. And they're doing cool events. They're, yeah. One yeah. final point about Fundati. I know though. we should cut this one. <laughs> yeah, but one final point about Fundati. What is Southdown's theme? Really good coffee. Okay. <laughs> what is Fundati's theme? <laughs> Balance, yoga, <laughs> self, you know, just self actualization, really. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I, I kind of really appreciate that aspect of it too, is the fact that there is such an identifiable vibe over the course of the experience with wellness and self-reflection and yoga and elephants and all those things that we love. If a you really cool logo. The episode. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I suspect that Southdown does have a theme and I just don't quite know it. Okay. That's all I wanted to, okay. to say. All right. All right. So here's so, our first. We do so, need yeah, a tiebreaker you're, here. You're, you're, you're I still sticking. feel pretty yeah. strongly here. I love okay. both. I, I think no, I love, wins, I, uh, I'm going to be really happy. Don't, but yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I love uh, I love Southdown too. I mean, but... I think Tommy knows. Do you have... Do you Have you come to a decision, Arbiter? Yes. 
All right, so we'll do three, two, one, and then Arbiter will give his final vote. All right. Tommy's got a hard job. Here we this go. This is a hard job. Three. Two really good places. You ready? Three. Wait, I'm giving mine too. No, we three, two, one, and he's gonna. Vote. Oh, okay. Yeah. Three, three two, two, one. Fundati. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah. actually, I'm very happy. Congratulations, Fondati. Right, Tom, Tom, you made the right the right call. Uh, you know, he made the right call. It, uh, it happens. Best atmosphere and ambiance. Fondati Coffee. Again, those are both fantastic nominations, I think. That was a close one, I think. Oh, I Because they're really good. They're yeah. both really good nominations. I feel super comfortable with that. Yeah. And I'm happy for, for Fondati. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Um, so second category is... Uh, for coffee roaster best service. Um, do you want me to start this time? Yeah, why don't you start? I have a, qu- you know, this is not going to take that long. I think my nomination is Fondati. When when we went to, we're back to Fondati. When we went to Fondati, there was nothing like the experience of actually talking to her. There's an, the owner of the business is incredible. She has a passion for this business. She has a pour over bar. She knows coffee. We felt so welcome. We talked to her for so long and never felt like a burden. It It is my bar for what a service experience should be, is Fondati. Um, we got all the history of the business from her. She took the time to talk to us. We we watched the entire pour over process. We know so much about the business. We still communicate with her on Instagram. If we live closer, we'd be friends. Fundati, hands down, best service for me. And to your point, I'm also nominating Fundati. Yay! But I should but I should <laughs> say this this again is why I think Tommy made the right call with the uh, atmosphere and ambiance vibe. Southdown, yes, they have great coffee. They have a great atmosphere and ambiance. They have great service. But they just kind of have one section where somebody does a pour over. Fundati has a full pour over bar. Yeah, you're right. And it's beautiful. And they know that. And they're trying to do that. So I even forgot that about (laughs) the atmosphere and ambiance. But it does tie into the service aspect and everything you said I agree with. So I'm going to, as I said, also go with service from Fundati. I think, again, we can give a shout out to Southdown, which is not as per the the rules or guidelines. But they do a fantastic job, too. Yeah. And... I mean, I'm really excited about this. We have Fondati so far taken the taken everything so far. Hey, you know, we <laughs> talked about this before. What if we nominate a place multiple times or it even swept a, an entire category? If you're the best of the best, you're the best of the best. That's it. Hands down. I'm not going to make nominations to diversify the field in yeah. terms of, well, we don't want to be doubling down on the same place. It's like if it's fantastic in these individual categories, it deserves the 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 merit you know it deserves the the awareness so uh three two one fundati <laughs> <laughs> three two one fundati so fundati is our official selection for best coffee roaster service, service category however i feel as if we may start to diverge from here on out yes okay so uh third uh nomination or third award is for best coffee within the coffee roaster category Obviously. I see Tommy shaking his head over there. I'm very intrigued. Um, he doesn't I like went, that we agreed on the I last went one. First. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's shaking his head. I went first for service. So now you go first for coffee. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm curious what you think of this. I think the best coffee we had, and I honestly don't know how close the runner up is, is Trax. Trax Coffee Roaster in... Oh, what is that face you made during my nomination? Holy cows. Uh, I think Trax. Trax had multiple pour overs and in fact what stood out to me about tracks in terms of it having the best coffee was that the the pour over option that i got was fantastic and then our friend went to the other location 
by accident across town, realized we told him that we were at this one, came, brought his pour over, a different pour over from that location, and it was even better. It was also an A-grade pour over. I've never, I don't think I've been to a coffee roaster in this podcast where I gave A's to both pour overs. There were some A-minuses, maybe one A and some B-pluses or something like that. But I judged both of those pour overs as A-grade pour over coffees. So to me, it's not even close. And I think the latte too, they had local maple syrup or whatever, was also an A-grade latte. I was blown away across all sort of vectors of the coffee experience with with tracks. So I'm going to stand by my 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 tracks vote probably before. But what are you, what, what's your nomination? Um, so the reason that I rolled my eyes while you were saying this, the re- reason Tommy was shaking his head is because I also nominated tracks. Nice. <laughs> but that's good. It means that they had definitely my favorite coffee uh, that we've had so far. Yeah, no collusion here. Tracks will no. send you will we'll send you the gift card <laughs> or send us the gift card. How does how does how do bribes work? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I hadn't I yeah. really didn't think you would pick tracks. No, I I definitely picked tracks. Uh, looking back, I remember my latte there. A lot of my lattes kind of meld together, but I do remember this one specifically. I remember the really local maple syrup that I got. They had local honey. They served it in a glass mug, which is a really small little thing, but I haven't been to very many coffee roasters anymore that they're served, they serve everything in to-go cups. And there's something really nice about having a coffee in, in a glass mug rather than having a cup of coffee in a to-go cup. And we got to do that at Trax. And I think it enhances the coffee. Oh yeah. Um, hundred percent. I, I don't know if that's any kind of scientific fact or anything, but I, well, I just felt like yeah. Trax was the best coffee that we had. And I'm really glad that they got the the award. Yeah, you'll see with certain places, they'll uh, especially with the glass mug, they'll heat it up with hot water beforehand so that the you know it doesn't cool down too fast or it doesn't change when you pour you know into the mug or whatever. But yeah, I think Trax is the right call. And yeah. again, there's a lot of other great coffee places we've been to out there in terms of the coffee itself, but that stands out for a reason, right? Absolutely. So three, two, one. Tracks. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Yes, you heard it here. Uh, so tracks wins best, uh, best coffee, coffee, which is probably the biggest category yeah. for coffee roasters. That's huge. And and again, that's uh, that's a hard field. There were really, honestly, four or five places that I had in my running, but it came down to that. Yeah, me yeah, too. Um, so our next category is coffee roasters best food. This one I think is going to be divisive. You, you, you want to go really? first? Yes, I'll yeah. go first. Okay. I think it's my turn to go first. I nominated South Down for best food. <laughs> Did you too? Did you as well? I didn't say anything. Go on. Why don't you explain to us why we both, I mean, why you picked South Down? I picked South Down because the food was above and beyond anywhere else we went. I mean, they had avocado toast that, as you said, was the only place that toasted the the bread for avocado toast. I know you're dying to talk right now. I had the best scone. It was a chai scone that was hard on the outside soft on the inside you can tell that they're very you know specific about the food that they decide to serve they're not serving everything but what they're serving is perfected we can't wait for the pastry location to open up close to us and i think hands down it was food that i said wow with everything i ate from the muffin to the avocado toast to the scone nothing like it i mean i would go there not get coffee just get food yeah, re- and that's such a praise. Southdown yeah. was awesome. Yeah, so I also nominated Southdown, obviously. Wah, wah. Um, <laughs> but I remember when we did that episode, we were kind of going through, and by the time we got to food, 
we were trying to judge it and we both said, I guess it's an A2 <laughs> because it was so good for all the reasons you say. Uh, I think, again, the food is, it's not as if they have a full eclectic menu, but what they have is quality. And in fact, I was talking to you yesterday that I went to a cupping at Southdown Coffee, uh, I think Friday, a couple of days ago. And basically I got to talk to the owner, which was super cool. And a cupping is just an event where you get to taste a bunch of different coffees and talk about their qualities and profiles, all that good stuff. And he said that their sort of a motto or ethos or whatever you want to call it is that if it's not good, don't serve it. And that's how he decides what food to put out. And it definitely shows. It definitely reflects. I know they have a pastry chef, so they have experts who craft the the food. But again, it's not just unique. It's good. The right? food was so good. And the fact that, yes, it was the only place we've been to on the podcast where the avocado toast was actually toasted. <laughs> is that a weird thing to ask for? I told him that toasted as well at the, at the cupping. I mentioned that to him, how the avocado it's toast was avocado actually toasted. Bread. And he said, yeah, that's weird. I don't know why you wouldn't toast it, <laughs> <laughs> basically. But the, the so can I, I guess, say the one very quickly that I was maybe going to nominate instead, because I'm curious if you thought this, was Dave's. Because Dave's had, Dave's coffee had carrot bacon. Oh, I remember that. And yes. the only reason I didn't nominate Dave's, not the only reason, but the main reason why I didn't nominate Dave's is because the avocado toast was on toast. <laughs> and yeah, um, I don't know why I didn't, I, I didn't even think of Dave's. Immediately, I knew food. That was such mm. an easy category oh, for me with Southdown. I, I was like, nope, no competition. Southdown is, is the best food. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought Dave's just because they had carrot bacon and we were so blown away by that. Yeah. Because how the heck do you turn, if you can turn ca carrot into bacon, that's pretty damn that's impressive. Pretty, very cool. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I agree. Southdown food. Absolutely. So three, two, one. Southdown. Southdown. <laughs> so, <laughs> For our roaster category, atmosphere and ambiance went to Fondati, service went to Fondati, coffee went to Trax, and food went to Southdown. Sounds good. I think those are good calls. What do you think, Tommy? Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I think before we get into a uh, brewery, should we crack into our next? Yeah, we might as well. Actually, now's definitely a good time to crack into a brew because we're going to switch gears to the craft brewery award categories and again it's the same process where we have those four grading rubric areas our nominations and i think this one we might duke it out a little bit more yeah and i'm not very confident about any of these i think i was way more yeah, confident with my coffee roaster nominations than my craft brewery ones yeah i felt way easier sort of going through the the roasters <laughs> than the craft breweries not to say that my i don't i think my selections are still great but there was a little bit more kind of internal division amongst my myself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, do I start for atmosphere and ambiance? Can you start? Uh, and I, I feel as if you're already going to disagree with me, but my nomination for atmosphere and ambiance within the craft brewery category goes to Tilted Barn in uh, Exeter, Rhode Island. I think Tilted Barn was just wild. I mean, the, the whole barnyard or farmhouse structure was stunning it was all this this fresh wood and uh just this like beautiful aesthetic of of the farm sort of vibe and even the, the vibe outside there were people picnicking and hanging out and doing all sorts of activities cornhole just everybody having a great time inside and out the service for how big it was was fantastic that was something that we were kind of really blown away by even the little details like the the, the tables, those barrel tables had the beautiful floral designs on them. 
I mean, top to bottom, there was so much that was so impressively stunning about it and it being a tilted barn. I mean, the barn wasn't quite tilted, but I think the idea is that you're tilted inside the barn. That's kind of the the joke there. And I think it, it crushes it in that regard. So I felt very comfortable there. I thought it was a really interesting, unique experience compared to a lot of the other breweries that we went to. So yeah, that's my nomination, Tilted Barn. Okay, interesting. So I was between Tilted Barn and another one, and I officially wrote down a different brewery. So I'm kind of excited. So I see why Tilted Barn was nominated. Of course, it's the most aesthetically beautiful place that we've been to. However, my favorite atmosphere and ambiance of where we went was Other Half. Ooh. In Brooklyn, New York. I thought Other Half, and I mean, they might have an unfair advantage because of the fact that they are literally on the river. Um, What's the river they're on? East River. The East River. Yeah. They're on the in, East in New York River City. in New York City with Brooklyn. So in this brand new building that is this giant skyscraper that looks so beautiful. And if you walk outside of, I know this is not the inside exactly, but it's part of the experience. When you're walking down the street, you literally have the East River on one side, Williamsburg, Brooklyn on the other. You can see the Bri- the Williamsburg Bridge. You can see views of downtown Manhattan from the windows of the brewery. There's giant windows when you walk inside everywhere. There's so much seating. Um, I, I think they might have had the same amount of seating as Tilted Barn. Tilted Barn is in a very rural area. This is in urban Williamsburg. They had some of the equipment for brewing out in the opens that you could see it this was only one of their locations but i thought inside was so nice the music was playing at a really good volume the tables were really comfortable the sun is constantly streaming in through the windows but there's enough break in the windows where you can get your your beer out of out of the sun the beer cans look so cool they have like broccoli beers with broccoli on the labels uh I just really liked it. I will, I know, counterclaim, that they don't have, I'm not sure what the specific theme is, but I didn't even care because I, I guess that's what I'm kind of finding is that, yes, I like a place that has a theme. Like Uber Geek came to mind because the theme is so good. But if you create an environment that is safe and quiet in the middle of New York City where you feel like you can sit for hours, I, I just really applaud that. And I was really comfortable at other half. I loved where it was. I loved the setup. Other half was my nomination. Interesting. I really like that. I really like in particular the contrast between the nominations. However, how often do you get to drink inside a giant barn? That's how pretty cool. How often do you get to drink along the East River? Anywhere. There's a million places Not along breweries. the East River. Not breweries. I could find you a couple more. Oh, in fact, maybe, I don't know. Maybe we'll, visit next, maybe we'll visit next year. I think Tom already knows which one he's going to pick. All right. I, I mean, I think, da, I, think da, da, da. I think there's really good cases for both. I'm so nervous. All right, you ready? Three, Three two, two, one. Tilted barn. Oh. <laughs> I, I think that's, I mean, everything you said about other half wait, is I true. Wait, I want to hear, can, wait, can Tommy tell us like a little bit why? I wanted to do as that long, for Fondati too. As yeah. long as he talks into the mic. Yes. <laughs> Truly a uh, dichotomy of two different atmospheres between Tilted Barn and being right on the East River in New York City. Both compelling arguments. However, it comes back to that idea of having a theme or not. And Tilted Barn, obviously, it's a barn theme. It's going to take the cake there. That's really fair. That's really, really fair. I mean, they're both awesome places. That's what it comes down to, right? Yes. Uh, 
I think Johnny, our, our my brother, is going to hate this episode. Yes, he is. Because he's always like, oh, you don't need a theme. You just need good beer. Mm. But Maybe he'll agree with me about other hashtags. Oh, he's going to agree with you. He, 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 he <laughs> very rarely it, agrees with me. <laughs> we should have Johnny here next next A Grady's. We'll have Tommy and Johnny, and then we'll have a lot of discussion. We're going to need <laughs> we're gonna need more than two mics we'll for that. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I like how he also sounds um, like those football guys that come in. When you need a, a breakdown of the rules, oh, if yeah. you listen yeah. to football, he's like an expert, <laughs> which is really cool. Yes. Um, I like that nomination. I'm, I'm glad you nominated them. Yeah. And yeah. I was afraid that maybe it was recency bias because no, I it think was it's the fair. first one we've been to, but it was a really cool place. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our next category within Best uh, Craft Brewery Awards is for Best Service. Mm-hmm. Ooh, did I go first or you so, went first? Last so you time. go first, okay? I nominated Uber Geek, um, for a number of reasons. I, I didn't, bet, I didn't I say bet any, you did too. I, I didn't see the the board look on Tommy's face <laughs> and the. <laughs> I'm just looking. I didn't say anything. And the smile. I mean, well, service is easy. You know, we we've had some standout service experiences, just like Fondati at Uber Geek. We talked to the owner slash brewer who was such an incredible person he was sitting there in the brewery doing work but open to talking to the different people that were coming in the beer tender seemed to really enjoy working there I love talking to her she was really good with the balance of you know when to come talk to us and when to step away I, I think again Uber Geek is going to be a bar for a good service experience you know I love when you get to hear the story behind the brewery it, and the coffee roaster of why people quit the other jobs they were doing and decided to go into this business. And we kind of got that with Uber Geek. I can't wait to go back and to talk to him more. And we do plan to go back, you know, so that I think that's a very clear winner. I also nominated Uber Geek because I am, first of all, I'm so glad that a brewery like this opened up relatively nearby. It's about, I don't know, half an hour, 40 minutes from where we live. Definitely re- doable. And that's so exciting for the reasons you said, because the, I mean, just go back and listen to the episode. I don't want to go through it all again, but the uh, beer tender told us, oh yeah, the head brewer owner is right there. Go talk to him because we were talking about beers. And we got into a whole conversation about Isaac Asimov and science fiction and craft brewing. And I, I knew, I knew that this was going to be an A-grade service experience and it's carried out to the A Grady Awards. So for all the reasons you said and what I just said, uh, absolutely fantastic engagement. Um, really stood out for all those reasons. And I can't wait to go back there. I'm, uh, it's one of the places, and there's a few of them that we just can't wait to visit again. And I think this is going to be a regular yeah. place for sure. Uh, Tommy, you're going to come with us next time we go to Uber Geek. Definitely. Yeah, he'll, you're not going to be it. disappointed. Yeah. It's such a great place. So three, two, one. Uber Geek. <laughs> Uh, I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. our final category. Not with... final. We have beer and food. Oh, for I'm breweries. Sorry. Yes. It's almost like I'm drinking beer. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> best beer category. We may get worse and worse at this <laughs> as the episode goes on. Which is ironic because I was hoping to get better and better. But here we are. I'm less nervous than I was when we started. Here, Here's an interesting one. So this to me. If w- you pick the same interesting one as me, I'm going to lose it. So this was the, <laughs> this was the hardest category for me to pick, I think. Because I had several in mind that I thought, I think you can make an argument for best beer. Uh, But I wound up going with, and again, this was a tough call for me. I wound up nominating Other Half. Interesting. Yeah, I wound up nominating Other Half because, and I think I'm going to be able to sell you on this because, well, 
okay. The, what I'll say is that IPAs, uh, it's kind of the, the beer of the day. It's the most popular beer, but it's a beer that is so overdone. Everywhere you go, you can get an IPA, double IPAs, triple IPAs, to the point where it turns people off from craft beer because they get too too bitter, they get too hazy, they get too hoppy. And that's a shame sometimes because people aren't doing the best IPAs out there sometimes. They're just doing them to compete with other people. But other halves, and you said this yourself, was unbelievable. The IPAs so good. all stood out on their own. You could taste the hops. You could taste the difference and why there are all of these different IPAs out there with all of these different hop styles. And for that reason, I think going to a place that doesn't just do IPAs well, but crushes it was such a sort of refresher to me. Because we've been to plenty of places where I say, oh, there's one or two IPAs here I like, and then maybe others where I just kind of think, eh, this IPA after IPA after IPA, and they're an IPA brewery, obviously, one was more crushable than the next. And it wasn't as if all of them were just 10% crazy IPAs like you sometimes find. There were some of those, but there were also reasonable 5%, 6% ones that you could just sit, chill, and enjoy. So I, I'm going to have to go with other half for my nomination. I'm really glad you nominated other half as you can tell from my last category i loved that brewery so i'm really glad that you nominated them i nominated a different brewery for pretty much the same reasons i know what you picked <laughs> what do you think i picked you picked uh hudson valley i did yeah i nominated, that was the one i was yeah torn between yeah i nominated hudson valley the reason i did is because i traditionally really dislike sours and a sour I learned from Hudson Valley that it's not sours that I dislike. It's sours that are not made well. <laughs> Hudson yeah. Valley is a brewery that you can go to, I think, even if you don't like sours and you are going to find something that you like. There are so many distinct beers. It was probably, I think, out of all the places that we've gone, the freshest beer. It was crisp. It was cold. It was fresh. The sours there are delicious. And now I know, like, similar to you, you're not going to get a lager there. You're not going to get any other kind of styles of beer. But they do it so well in a very understated way that I can't nominate anything else but Hudson Valley. My least favorite type of beer, but I'm nominated for the best beer for that reason. Yeah, I honestly think it's a toss-up because that was my... Was other half your second choice? Yeah, I, I was between... I was between other half and Hudson Valley. Yeah, I was too. For for the yeah. same reasons. And I just felt that sours are really hard to do. And these were just so good. I, I would recommend anybody in that area to go out of their way to go to to go to Hudson Valley. Also, Hudson Valley had those awesome glasses where you were drinking beer yeah. out of like almost a wine glass. That's that's how you're supposed to drink beer. And it, it really enhanced the beer experience, just like at Trax, we were drinking it out of a glass. And Hudson Valley also has, I would say, the best labels for any beer that I've ever seen in my life. The most creative, artsy labels. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. So Hudson Valley is yeah, my nomination. I, I, I would be happy with either one, honestly. Yeah. I think they were both fantastic. They both do these vibes that are so often done poorly really, really well. So I'm going to leave it up to the Arbiter. Before we... Before the Arbiter decides, I'm going to crack into our next beer. You guys already finished your beer? I didn't, but Tommy Tommy right, did because he's not mine. a... It's the beer category. Okay, well, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here, the beer category. All right. Uh, do you want to do three, two, one? Uh, 
Yes. To- uh, Arbiter Tommy, give our final vote. Absolutely. All right. Three, Three two, two, one. Hudson Valley. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. Really fair. It's very fair. Also, fun fact, glasses you talked about at Hudson Valley, they're like a wine glass. They're called Teku, T-E-K-U glasses. See, this is why we have you here. Well, how did you, where did you pull that one from? I had to buy a gift for a friend. <laughs> ah, that checks out. <laughs> so is there a reason they probably use those glasses because of the way they, they yeah. assist the beer flavor? Yeah. Yeah, there's like, I can't even count how many different glasses types there are. We got to get Johnny on the cast for that. But the Teku is like the most common fancy one. So could that be why I felt like Hudson beer was the Hudson Valley was the freshest Christmas beer that we had the whole time? It's definitely part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I I really feel like they deserve to win. Yeah, I I think that's fair. So, wow. Our 2021 A Grady Award for Best Beer goes to Hudson Valley. Awesome. I'm really happy about that. Awesome. And that leaves us uh, with the last category specifically for uh, best craft breweries, which is uh, best food. Yes. So I have a feeling we're going to agree on this one. uh, Oh, maybe not. I think it's pretty obvious. Honestly, if you once you hear my nomination, I think it's pretty obvious. So I'm going to tell you what I think you're going to nominate. Then I'm going to say my nomination. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think you're going to nominate Hudson Valley for the pizza that was there. But... I did not nominate them. I nominated Peconic Brewing in Riverhead, New York. I've tried to tell, look at their faces to see what... We're stone-cold poker <laughs> you players You guys are here. poker players over there. The two brothers with the same <laughs> face on. Um, I think Peconic has the best food because they have pretzels. They have burgers. We've all ate there. We've ate there multiple times. I've never had a bad meal there. They have a really good system for how they do their food where you're always getting it fresh you don't have to you you don't have to wait for a waiter or a waitress they have a a buzzer that they give you that you go up and get your food from basically the kitchen the pretzel is probably one of the best pretzels we've ever had in our life the owner of the brewery actually said that he is a pretzel maker first and a brewer second right is that what he said that's, to you? that's his words yes and i Cor- correct your honor i agree with that we actually said we actually said one time when we went to when we went to Peconic and reviewed it that the food is almost so good that you don't want to drink any more beer because you're so full from eating the good food. It's somewhere I would go for dinner and not even if we were going to drink beers. So my choice is Peconic. Hey Jackie, I have a question for you. Yes. What's your favorite uh pizza? What do you mean the best pizza I've ever had? Yeah, what's the best pizza you've ever had? Domino's. Well, I I'm just, I'm just well, well I, I think that proves my point because <laughs> I'm my, just kidding. <laughs> my nomination for best food is in fact Hudson Valley. I knew you were going to pick Hudson their, Valley. Their resident uh, food truck is a pizza truck, and it's I believe the only A grade we've given for the food category for brewery. And in fact, I would argue that it's probably. I mean, it's maybe the best pizza I've ever had. It actually might be the best pizza I've ever had. It's unbelievable we were to the point where we gave them for the record a, domino's is not we gave their we gave them an a for their food category and that's all they had was right. pizza it's not as if they had a bunch of other things going on it's like well they do this well but they also do this great and you might not like this option but you have this option so, nope they have pizza it's a grade pizza you're gonna be happy with it you're gonna maybe go there just for the pizza forget about the beer which is also <laughs> a grade maybe but the the pizza is that unbelievable and just talk to the 
the pizza guy there in the food truck, they chop wood outside the brewery. They're chopping wood, Tommy, with an axe to burn in the wood-fired stove in the truck to cook you delicious A-grade wood-fired pizza. I agree with what you say about Peconic in terms of full meals and that sort of things, great pretzels. It's great. Like, it's really good food. But in terms of the unique killer aspect of, of just crushing amazing pizza... I mean, uh, show me. I, I know there's maybe equal pizza places out there, but a, fo- a mobile wood fire burning pizza food truck, ah, I I got it. I got to nominate them for that. Okay. So I, 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 guess, I think they're both very fair nominations. Oh, I think so. I it's mean, Peconic's still like, great. Yeah, yeah. It, I I went with Peconic over over Hudson Valley because of the selection. Yeah, that is offered to you. If you don't want a full meal, if you just want a pretzel, if you just want an app, you can get that at Peconic. Yeah, sure. I'm going with a grade pizza. Fine. <laughs> so yeah. I guess we'll leave it up to the arbiter. Are you ready? That arbiter? is why he's here. Yeah. This is a tough one, right? This is a tough one. Yeah. Uh, three, two, two one. one. Peconic. Oh, thank you. That's crazy talk. Let's hear why. Uh, simply the diversity of the menu. I mean, the pizza, I'm sure, is the best pizza you've ever had, and I'm sure it's delicious, but at the same time, you can order almost anything of, of many different things on the menu at Peconic, and they're all delicious. Yeah. That that was why I picked it over the pizza as well. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> what time are we at here? Uh, we're at about 40 minutes. We're cruising along. Okay. So as far as our winners for best of craft breweries... Atmosphere and ambiance went to Tilted Barn. Service went to Uber Geek. Beer went to Hudson Valley. Food went to Peconic. And there it is, guys. Yeah. So you that's, heard it here. that's our first uh, awards for the specific rubric categories for Yay. coffee roasters and craft breweries. And that leads le- leads us to the bonus awards. Bonus awards. Yeah. These I'm excited for. So we have a couple categories left, uh, a few for bonus awards, and then the best of the best awards, which is best coffee roaster and best craft brewery. And you might be starting to pick out what those last two might be based on right. what we've said so far, but we'll see. So uh, the first bonus award is for... Most surprising award, uh, the the location, and this applies to coffee roasters or breweries. They're all fair right. game now. So, what place surprised us the more, the most? Where we our expectations were sort of whatever, because you maybe we looked it up on Google Maps or whatever, or checked out their website, and we said, oh, this looks maybe kind of cool. And again, it was very surprising because it blew us away. Although now that I read the des- description, which just says most surprising, it could be bad. It could be bad. And I almost <laughs> wish that we I had thought of it that way, but I did yeah. not. <laughs> no, I didn't either. But now I'm thinking uh, there's definitely some nominees for that. Yes. Uh, um, maybe but, next year we'll add to the A Grady's worst experience. Yeah. I don't know. We're not really trying to, ah. you know. Just go back and listen. You'll find it. You'll find them. <laughs> You'll find the episodes yeah. we're tiptoeing around. So do you start for this one? I, I, your nomination. Who started last time? I forget. I'll start. Okay, you start. So for me, most surprising, I did Lithology Brewing Company. Interesting. In Farmingdale, New York. Interesting. Why I say this is because when we and it's funny because Tommy actually went with us to this to this brewery. When we first walked into that brewery, we kind of joked on the podcast that when we walked in, I was like, "Oh, this is." looks like sort of like more of a dive bar feel than a brewery feel. Normally breweries are kind of m- more expansive and 
big and you're getting a little more of like a bougie experience where when we went to lithology, I was so pleasantly surprised with the concepts behind their the name of their brewery, the way they brew the beer using all local ingredients. I was also surprised with how good the beers were. We got to sample everything. The beers were better than I expected them to be. That's why I thought most surprising. We got to sample everything. Um, I liked that they were very specific about the fact that they were, you know, a small brewery and they created lots of different options that were not super high alcohol content. I thought the theme was really fun. I loved the bar. The service was really good. We talked to the owner afterwards. I just was really pleasantly surprised with that experience. And I wish we lived a little closer because I do think we would go there more. It might be our local brewery that we would go to. I was pleasantly surprised with lithology in Farmingdale. Yeah, this was a really tricky category for the reasons we were sort of joking about earlier. I mean, you can ask what was the most surprising in a negative way, but also just as much what was the most surprising in a positive way. I picked, I nominated Uber Geek because I really had no idea what to expect. And I feel as if in some regards, we haven't had really many A-grade experiences with breweries uh, on Long Island where we live. We've had some good and even somewhat great brewery experiences, but Uber Geek was really kind of in the realm of those places that we look for in terms of going out and finding that extra degree of, of excellence in some of these categories. And if you look at it from the outside, it's by the train tracks. It's There's just broken down trains behind it. It's just a kind of very bland building. I had very low expectations going in there. I hate to say that. Um but that's also kind of really cool because once I was inside, there's a giant rocket ship on the wall and all this nerdy stuff and all the other things that we've said either in the, the episode. vending machines. Yeah, the vending machines. He's putting in arcade machines. I'm talking to this guy about Dune and Isaac Asimov and Kolsch beers, and he's a astrophysicist allegedly. I did not expect any of that. So just in terms of surprise factor, that stood out to me for those reasons. It's so funny because I didn't think of the most surprising category in that light. I was thinking almost, you know, more of the off the beaten path. Like I hold I hold Uber Geek so highly in my brain. And I had kind of heard that Uber Geek was really good from some some coworkers and some people that live locally. So I wasn't hmm. as surprised as you were by Uber Geek because I thought it was going to be good when we went in. That's why I kind of chose Lithology over something like Uber Geek, where I knew it was probably going to be really good. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what I expected with, with uh, I can't say Lithology still, yeah. especially now that I'm drinking uh, <laughs> Lithology, because it's kind of in the middle of this little town. And I kind of, honestly, I, 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 I hear everything you're saying with the kind of dive bar aspect. That's something that we've talked a lot about on the uh, pod, that podcast episode itself, but yeah, it it was surprising, I guess, in just different ways. So I don't know, honestly, which is the right choice here. I'm curious what the Arbiter thinks, yes. because I think they're very surprising in their own ways. So I guess we leave it up to him. Let's hear it. All right. Three. Uh, do you have a decision? Okay. Three, three two, two, one. Lithology. Yay! Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, Lithology was really cool. I, I really liked it. And I was definitely surprised by it. So Let's hear why. It did not look like from the outside what it did on the inside and it looked really cool i would have loved to go on there and like 
uh, on a, like a weekend night just to see the vibe. But they had a lot of cool stuff in there that I feel like would be really cool, especially if it's full of people. Yeah, that's a really good point. We went during a, a really weird time. We went really early. And I think if we would have went at prime time, it might have been even better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Very uh, cool. So you heard it here. Lithology with the most <laughs> surprising award. Yeah. And that leads us to the most excited to revisit award. Uh, I go first on this one. Yes, you do. So I'm going to go with, and I think I have a good case for this one, Fundati Coffee. Because, I mean, how many places have we been to? Lots at this point. Fundati <laughs> has actually messaged us and been like, hey, we loved your episode. You had some great suggestions and ideas. Here's what we've done. They've actually implemented changes that we suggested. I can't wait to go back and see that. And I, like I said, we've seen it on Instagram and social media. And they've been doing lots of other stuff that we haven't thought of, but we were excited to see what they would do. I mean, Fundati stands out to me because they were a place that I think we gave an overall A to, even though they weren't an A in every category. Because we did, yeah. We mentioned that we had such faith in their vision and, and especially the owner in her vision and her vibe and what she was trying to accomplish. And we, we've we sort of seen that play out. So I can't wait to visit that to the point that where we said we're planning a Boston trip, hopefully at some point next year. And there's a lot of other coffee roasters on the way, but we're kind of thinking, let's just stop at Fundati on the way instead. Yeah, what I the think heck with these other places. Anytime we go north, we're <laughs> yeah. we're going to stop there. So I don't I can't I mean there's other places that I'm obviously excited to revisit as well, but not to that degree of going out of my way, which is why I nominate Fundati for most excited to revisit. So I'm sorry to disappoint everybody out there, but I also n- nominated Fundati. It's the right it's call. The right call. Yeah. <laughs> Arbiter's making faces. <laughs> it is the right call. I I can't wait to go back. I I can't wait to try the pour overs now that they've been open a little bit longer. I want to go buy a plant there on maybe our way back from Boston. Yeah. I I just can't wait to go back and see how they grow through the years. I love Fondati. And I can't wait to go back. I don't think there's a place we've been to more. I mean, there's a lot of them that I feel this way. Uh, If I had to pick another one, I probably would have picked Uber Geek, honestly, which we're going to revisit. Those are my top two. And those two of all of them are the two that I want to make it the most. They also got the best (laughs) service awards, both Uber Geek and Fondati. No surprise there. Service bleeds into everything, as we say. If you provide a good service experience, we're going to want to revisit. Yeah, so our 2021... Uh, most excited to revisit award goes to Fundati Coffee. Fundati Coffee. Wow, Fundati slaying. Fundati actually has more nominations than any other. They're the only one so far that has more than one. Hey, they're they're, they're crushing it. Yes. What, what else can you say? Uh, and our final bonus award category, Best Bathroom Award. You are the expert at this. Which I have... <laughs> So if you're joining, I have no idea what you're going to pick, but if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to this week's episode of rendition of Bathroom Corner. The Bathroom Corner. Yeah, because apparently that's my lot in life, (laughs) as I always say. Uh, I get to judge the bathrooms. And you know, Joe does not like a boring bathroom. There has to be stuff in the bathroom. I have no idea what you're going to say, but I think you might pick (laughs) the same one I do. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, you Is, go. F- do I go first this, I, this round? Should I go first since I'm the bathroom guy, though? Yeah. Okay. You go first because I'm losing track of who went first anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, so my nomination for best bathroom award actually goes to Moniker Brewing in 
I don't even remember the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> they had a bathroom there? So I don't I remember the food. I don't quite remember what it looked like, but it kind of reminded me of a, a 70s lounge with the colors oh. and they had all the paintings on the wall and they were all pictures, movie pictures from the 90s. And they were classics. They were from Dumb and Dumber. Jurassic Park. Jurassic the bath- Park. And they were all bathroom scenes. Yeah, they were movies. all bathroom. Yes. So like they had the Jurassic yes. Park bathroom yes. scene. Now it, that you're saying that, the I bathrooms remember. Were, the bathrooms were clean. Uh, again, they had that to distract you, which I love, especially at a brewery where you're kind of in the bathroom. That was sometimes, really like, cool. Ugh. Bathroom scenes. Yeah. The, the, and I, I remember specifically the Jurassic Park one, that famous scene where the guy gets eaten by yeah. the T-Rex. Yeah. They have that scene up in their bathroom. It's a, it's amazing. Yeah. So that that's my nomination. I thought that was fun. <laughs> so I forgot about that, which is yeah. really interesting. But I think the only one that can compete is Southdown. And I the reason I think Southdown could compete that was a fun bathroom, but Southdown had in their bathroom, one entire wall was a giant mural, a hand-painted mural on an entire wall. It took yeah, that was wild. The whole thing. And it was striking. The murals at Southdown, at the location we went to, were murals of individual people. One person painted on different walls throughout the entire establishment like I remember the one on the way to the bathroom. So when you're walking to the bathroom, there's a mural on the wall of a kid that has a black eye. Like it almost looks like a boxer or something. I would love to hear more about this and the artists that painted these because there was definitely an artist that painted these. Yeah, we'll go back and bother the owner. At yeah, some point. I would yeah. love to ask him about it. Especially if he hears was. that he, his place won ba- best bathroom award. I mean, so and then there's like bags of beans on the way to the bathroom there were two bathrooms off to like the side, which I appreciate. I hate when a bathroom is in the middle of a place. So you're kind of walking to the bathroom in front of everybody. This was in a, it was a really good. Yeah. You come out and they're, they're like, what were you doing in there? Like, yeah. Like there's a band playing and you're walking out right next to the band by the bathroom, Mm. whatever. But, and then you go into the bathroom and the mural on the wall was just breathtaking. It was just an individual person, you know, a mural of, a real person and it, it was hand painted by an artist. It, it just really struck me. I, I remember looking at it and actually almost feeling like slightly emotional because it was so beautiful. The expression on the faces of the people. Well, so it's funny versus serious, serious, which is the bathroom vibe you always want. Like, and I mean, like, why is this bathroom category so unique? This, <laughs> like we always say, like people don't talk about bathrooms and establishments. It's important, but it is important. I remember these bathrooms. What I will say about the Southdown bathroom, though, I think you pointed it out. Were there paper towels? I don't think there were. I don't think so. But were there in the, the moniker one? Yeah. I remember I remember there being. I don't remember. I still thought that that was beautiful. I stayed in the bathroom for longer to look at the mural. <laughs> I don't know I why that's so funny. Blown away. <laughs> I said, wow. I also had beef with that bathroom because it was just too big. You had beef with the bathroom. It was too big. Maybe that should be called... That should be. It had to be big because... It, but they, they use the space so smartly by painting the wall. Yeah, no, it, it's it's a striking, stunning bathroom. I think that mural. should be the name of our bathroom corner, Beef with the Bathroom. No, because I don't always it's have beef funny. with the bathroom. Sometimes you do. Well, then I'll call it Beef with the Bathroom. It's be, right? All right, I, I, I got to leave this up, chalk this up to the Arbiter. Yeah, this is a great category. <laughs> oh, the Arbiter's wheezing over here. I think this is your hardest one to decide, maybe. They're do so you, different. They both could win on their own, I think. I think they're both really good nominations, honestly. Yeah. Uh, having said that, I'm not looking for an emotional time in my bathroom experience. I'm kind of just 
hanging out. Well, a coffee vibe is very different than a brewery vibe. It makes well, sense well, yes. to have a funny bathroom in a brewery and a more serious one in a coffee shop. It was very contemplative when I left. Okay. I was like, uh, wow, life. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> it's, that bathroom changed my life, Tommy. It changed my life. <laughs> I think for that reason alone, he's got to not pick it, but we'll leave it up to him. Oh, he's 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 stressing over here. Jeez. I think we've I think we need to we tag broke the both of these businesses because they could. Oh yeah, they'll love this, mention. especially the one that loses best bathroom award. I'm sure they'll be thrilled by that. Sound down, sound down. No, they're both Kerr. great. They're both Kerr. great. No, they're both great. They are both great. Uh, did you know? No. Just flip a coin. Yeah. I don't. Three, two, one. South down. Yes. All right. Let's I, hear why. That was probably the hardest category to decide, <laughs> just based on the arguments of loan of the Monocore 70s vibe and then the beautiful uh, mural artist painting in uh, South Down. Just the, the, again, the contrast between the two is, it was really difficult, but South Down, take the cake. Yeah, it, it's interesting too, because if the mural's not there, I don't think it's a contest. Right. But at the same time, the South Down bathroom was still very clean, it was still very orderly. It was still an overall really good bathroom. And I forgot that was also part of the reason why I did, you know, pick Southdown for atmosphere and ambiance was because they had murals and graffiti art all over in different places. Yes, yeah, it's, it's cool vibe. And I, I just thought I, I love places that showcase local talent like that because, you know, it's a local place. So, yeah. So yeah. 2021 best bathroom, bathroom award goes to... South, South Down. Down Coffee in, in our Glen closest Cove. category yet. Yeah, that was hot. That, that got, was. <laughs> I'm I'm sweating. In I'm here. a little sweaty with that yeah. one too. <laughs> I got a shower after this. Jeez. If <laughs> you got to go use the bathroom after this. Uh huh. Okay. So, anyways, moving the on. The shower. Drum roll. All right. So this is the best category. The best of the best category. This is it, folks. I this is so the final. Excited for this. Top the, of the top. The final awards. First, we're going to do best coffee roaster, and then we're going to finish up with best craft brewery. I have a feeling we're going to disagree on these, too, which is going to be interesting. Maybe. It's possible. Maybe. All right. Do you want to start with best uh, roaster nomination? Sure. Okay. Sure. So this was really hard for me because I was between two, and I'm sure everyone that's listening to this podcast knows the two that I was between. I was between Fundati and South Down, and overall... My, you know, my brain and I loved Fondati so much that I wanted to go with Fondati. But if I was being 100% honest with myself, I couldn't. I went with Southdown. I think Southdown is the best of the best that we've been to so far. I think Fondati will get there, but I think Southdown is already there. In this year, 2021, Southdown has multiple locations and they still feel like a small local coffee roaster they have a pour over bar right Southdown and Fondati are the only ones where you can actually kind of watch the pour overs happening the owner of Southdown is doing really cool events like the cupping that you went to they have I think it was six different uh coffees that you can order for a pour over the latte was delicious they had a fireplace, the atmosphere and ambiance. I bet all locations are known for different things. It seems like the owner loves coffee. We had a great we had a great service experience there and the owner was not even there. It was an employee 
Everybody seemed happy to work there. The food was phenomenal. Everything about Southdown, I just absolutely loved from atmosphere and ambiance to service to coffee. I think they could have easily won every single category. Southdown could have won atmosphere and ambiance, service, coffee, and food. So could have Fondati, but I could see Fondati growing and getting better, where Southdown, I feel like, is already there. Southdown's in its peak. Interesting. That's my argument All for right. Southdown. Interesting, because ironically, I was torn between those two. Yeah, they're they're definitely the best yes. of the best. And, and I, then, like, I, a yes. shout out to both of them, both businesses, when you listen to this, they were both in the running. And it almost felt like I was going against, like, uh, like going against Fondati, not nominating them because I'll be happy if they win. But I, I just felt that Southdown is is ready. It's there. See, I agree and yet disagree with everything you're saying because I was torn between those two and I wound up nominating Fondati for, for the reason that I am so blown away with what they've been able to do. When we went there, they had been open, I think, six months or something like that, less than a year. And they were already so set in their theme and their vibe and continuing to grow with that, which, again, we've seen they've continued to do. And their engagement as well. They are so interested and invested. I mean, this is true of Southdown, obviously, as well. I Like I said, I went to their local cupping event and met the owner, and he's a super cool guy. It's a very similar philosophy in terms of just quality and uh, sharing his love for coffee, that sort of thing. But I was so blown away with Fundati and with their receptiveness to what we did as as podcasters and what we were trying to do and them trying to grow their community engagement it just really stood out to me as sort of the staple that we've been looking for moving forward for all of those reasons and again the the theme and the vibe from start to finish it's the only place we've been to with a full pour over bar where you have lined up the pour over vessels like five of them i think and you can really see and talk to the 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 either roaster head roaster owner or whoever else is there all that sort of stuff i think they're both fantastic nominations uh overall i kind of lean towards fundati for those reasons though but i think either one is a great choice and i feel the same way i I wish we could give a dual award because i think they're both phenomenal in their own way and i think they both deserve to win this award which is why we had to bring in tommy because (laughs) he is the hard job this is this is a hard job because these are both really good businesses and no, they both deserve no, to not. win. They're great businesses. <laughs> yeah. They're fantastic yeah. businesses. Yeah. I they're mean, a, we, we gave a grades to both. I, I should say Fondati and Southdown, I think were the only two of all of our episodes so far this year that we gave an overall a two. We gave it to Fondati and Southdown. They're the only two. Yeah. And it's, again, it's really, I mean, you can make a case for either one, I think. And the factors that you're looking at are both quite relevant and, and valid. And right? I'm glad we both didn't agree on this one because I think they both deserve to be nominated. So I'm glad yeah, we, we brought both of them to the table. What do you think, Arbiter? Are you ready? Oh, he's ready. All right. Mm-hmm. Should we do the countdown? Yes. I'm going to insert drum rolls in so the edit. So this is a big one because this is the best of the best coffee roaster. All right. You ready? Three. Three. Two, Two one. one. Southdown. Wow, you yes, heard it here. You heard it here. You heard Southdown it here, folks. 2021, best of the best. Southdown has the benefit of time on its side. It's established, it's done its job well, it's proven itself beyond time and time again. If you guys had a rookie of the year category, Fundati wins it 100%. Just because it's young, next year, they may win best roaster as they continue growing. But for now, Southdown's at the top. 
Yeah, that's a great point, actually, as we said, because we it won Most Excited to Revisit Award, yes. right? And I feel as if we're definitely going to go back there. And it might still, <laughs> if we included it next year, it might still win Best Roaster Award because we plan on visiting great places, but it's obviously still outstanding for all those reasons. But yeah, it's a, it's a toss-up, really. I mean, they're both what you look for or what we've said we look for in quality uh, coffee roasters, right? Yeah, and I think maybe next year we can actually add a Rookie of the Year as a bonus award. That sounds, well, can we add Fondati really now? Yeah, let's give... Let's let's add a category. What do you All think? Right. Can we do it? Absolutely. All Arbiter right. says absolutely. Arbiter, so so wait, 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 wait. Yes. Nope, nope, nope. We have new category. We have a bonus, a final category, Rookie of the Year Award, which I haven't decided quite yet the criteria for, but... I nominate Fondati Coffee. <laughs> Who do you nominate? Fondati Coffee. And Arbiter? Fondati. <laughs> All right, Fondati wins Rookie of the Year Award. Beautiful. Actually, that's a great idea because we have been to maybe at least two or three place, places. Um, Uber Geek probably would have been in Uber, the Uber running. Geek would have been in the running. Peconic would have been in the running. Right. Peconic These are all County new Brewing. businesses. They're all yeah. new businesses. I think that's a great category. So Fondati, Rookie of the Year Award. Yeah, I, like I love it. that. Good job, Arbiter. Good job. A grade. We, he might take one of our spots on the uh, <laughs> as the main host. Well, you know, let's not get carried away. <laughs> hey, those stairs look pretty steep over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he went there. Oh, yeah. Crack another one. Um, so for, for the final our last, category. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. I'll crack the beer. So we have one last category, Best Craft Brewery Award. And I guess you'll start because I started. No, I, I start, right? You start. It's almost like when you have four beers on a podcast, you kind of start to lose track. So I, before you even start, I do want to say that this was my hardest category. And up until right now, I'm still debating in my head. Oh, I know. I think it's easy. Interesting. I'm very confident in my award. You go first. Uh, I'm going to nominate. So let me explain to you just very briefly my process. And my process was, where do I want to go to drink beer? Which I think is a really good metric. Where do I want to go to hang out? have great beer, have a great time. And the answer was Uber Geek. That's where I want to go. That's where I want to hang out. That's where I want to talk to the people there. That's where I want to chill. I want to have great beer. I want to, you know, have a great time. Again, is it still developing? Yes, that's a reason why we said it was maybe in the in the rookie of the year category as well. But you know what? I don't care. I loved it. I love being there. I can't wait to go back. I, I, I think it was great. So I'm going to go with Uber Geek. So Uber Geek was in my running. Uber Geek was totally in my running. And for all the reasons that you said. However, when I really, really thought about it, I think my favorite brewery that we went to out of all the breweries that we went to was Other Half. Interesting. Now, I went back and forth about this. And I'm not sure, again, if it's recency bias, but Other Half is doing things that other places are not doing. First of all, I should say you gave other half the best beer award. Did I? Yes, you did. Oh, crap. <laughs> so, you know, your best brewery is going to probably have your your best beer. Other half is doing an oversaturated beer. They're doing mostly IPAs and every single one was delicious. They have a comfortable space. They're in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. I would say if you're ever traveling in New York City that you go out of your way to visit this other half location. And I just thought the overall experience was probably my favorite experience. See, that shocks me 
because and I loved the beer. I, I mean, I I really did like every beer we tried, and the it, I just felt like looking back again. I didn't feel like we had that stand out brewery experience like we did with like Fondati and Southdown, which were above mm. and beyond. I think pretty That's much true. everywhere yeah. else. I didn't feel like we had that. I think Hudson Valley could have won. I think Tilted Barn could have won. I think Ubergy could have won. I think a lot of these breweries could have won. But I I think I liked other half the best between the atmosphere and ambiance and the quality of the beer. See, where I diverge from you is that I think Uber Geek also had... I mean, Uber Geek was in my running for best beer too. I just appreciated that other half was doing IPA so well. But honestly, if you compare the other factors such as service experience, I mean, yeah, Uber Geek, again, I think of... And this is your ethos when you say, where do I want to go? I want to go somewhere with an excellent service experience. I don't think other half really compares to uber geek i mean again i had a good service experience at other half but it's a bigger brewery it's not the same as something like an uber geek where the owner's just sitting there on his computer so i think and he's willing to talk to you and and hang out and come behind the bar and be squirting mustard for pretzels for his customer yeah i didn't see that at other half nobody's behind the bar squirting mustard for me at other half there was no mustard at other half so i think that you don't have to get heated I'm going to make the Arbiter's job much easier. I kind of ending off our holiday special. I, I think I agree that Uber Geek should probably win this. I, I mean, wait, I actually convinced you. Yeah, because I was not super set, but I still want, you know, if if other half has, I think, the location. That's true. Other yeah. half's location is, you know, maybe more appealing than Uber Geek. Especially if you're not from the New York area, mm. you're probably going to be more likely to go to other half than you are going to going to be to go to Uber Geek. Yeah, just because of location, right? It, one is in New York City, one is not, and I think other half is really, really capitalizing on the location that they are that they're in. Should we just pick Hudson but, Valley instead? <laughs> <laughs> but I would see an argument for either one. I mean, so, honestly, there there are a lot of good ones. Uh, Hudson Valley was another one that I was really deciding amongst. Yeah. Uh, I, Those I are mean, my big three because yeah. Hudson Valley had the food and the other ones right. did not have the food. Right. That's why know. it's so confusing. So, Tommy, yeah. you could pick Hudson Valley too because Hudson <laughs> Valley had great beers. Tommy's going to just and pull one out of his food. hat. I don't know. This is why this category, you know, we're doing it live on the air, but this category was the hardest one for me. Yeah. All right, it's up because to you. Because they Arbiter. were all good. Can we put Hudson Valley in the running? <laughs> yeah, we can do whatever <laughs> we want. Um, I think Hudson Valley should be in the no, running. No, it's not in the running. It's, okay, it's it's uh, those other two half and Uber Geek. Uber Geek. Do you know? Yeah. Oh, Arbiter knows. Okay. okay, good. You ready? Three, two, two one. one. Uber Geek. Uber Geek for the win. Very fair. I think we're going to be very happy with Uber Geek uh, because it's. It's already outstanding and it's only getting better. It's such a cool place. It's such a cool vibe. It's such great beer. Again, are they still doing things moving forward? Yes. But there's something to be said, I think, about doing such an impressive job early in your sort of um, uh, your, your establishing business. the business. Yeah. yeah. Establishing your business. Like there's so many other places that maybe, again, are great places, but. They took many, many, many years to get there. Uber Geek's already better than a lot of them. And the and beer was really good there. Beer was great. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Where do I want to drink? 
and there are a lot of good i mean peconic is even great to, to hang out and have a great vibe hudson valley like we said is great uh six harbors even was a really cool place to chill with with pretty good beer so there's a lot of good nominations for that reason you look like you have something to say arbiter yeah i wanted to talk about why i decided uh on yes uber geek it was interesting because uh jackie you decided atmosphere for other half but joe you decided best beer was other half but you both decided on best service being uber geek and i think that kind of spills over into both atmosphere and best beer because you need good service to be able to get good uh atmosphere and beer that's a really good point and i'm glad you kind of went back to the individual categories because i think that does help we always say that service is the most important category it goes into everything else It, it really really does and it does create the atmosphere of a place and normally if there's a good service experience they're probably making good coffee or good beer right because the people working there like it so i definitely agree with that and i think uber geek deserves the award i mean honestly any of these nominees deserve the awards like that's what it comes down to right um the whole premise of the podcast is that we're trying to go to these awesome places which we realized over the summer we do anyways we're always looking for the best coffee roasters we're always looking for the best craft breweries and so the whole idea was to try to find them and share them because that's a big part of what they have to do to grow is is raise awareness people just don't know that these places exist and uber geeks a perfect example the owner dm'd us on on instagram and said yeah we still have people coming in who said that they listened to your episode which is wild to me but that's amazing that's exactly what we love to hear because we want those places to succeed and and flourish so yeah, I'm I'm honestly like happy with all of these awards for that reason alone because I think they all deserve them for whatever reasons we point out um, that they stand out. But I I think again you can make a case for all of these nominees and um, again even others <laughs> that we didn't even choose as nominations. And officially, for the record, for 2021 Best of the Best, we gave the best roaster to Southdown Coffee, and we gave the best brewery to Uber Geek brewing and i feel really good about those nominations and we gave rookie of the year to fundati coffee yes absolutely and those were definitely our three standout experiences yeah i I think i'm very happy with that those are the three places that i kind of uh, but again it's even like like hudson valley was so cool i I mean we've had such great experiences the entire year visiting all of these different businesses we've been able to take people along with us tommy's come to a couple We've met up with my cousin, Kevin, who I haven't seen in a really long time. And the podcast kind of brings all these people together. And we do want to highlight the best of the best and just kind of a shout out to all of the different businesses that have been super open to this podcast, super open to our suggestions. And we can't wait to bring this into 2022. Yeah, it's so hard to run a business normally, let alone with uh, COVID <laughs> and just changing situations with supply chains and everything else going on in the world. So these places that we deem as even above average is really outstanding. And right. The ones that we say are the 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 most stand out to us. It's, that's like a wild amount of effort and dedication on their part. So thank you to all of those businesses. You guys are all a great in those ways i think right yes is what it comes down to and i guess that's everything right yeah we hope that everybody that's listening thank you to our a grade listeners that have been here with us from episode one or just joining us now we are going to keep you know plugging along in 20 
22 already. It's crazy. Uh, 2022. I know. Years. It's crazy. Uh, We're going to keep plugging along. We'll be bringing you episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. We are going to take next week off. And we hope that everybody enjoys their holiday with their family, friends, wherever you find yourself. And we can't wait to see you next year. Yeah. Thank you, Arbiter. I think Arbiter did an A-grade job. Does Arbiter have any last words? I just wanted to thank Joe and Jackie for allowing me to join them for their end of the year evaluation. It's been really fun. And I'm really excited to see what you guys get into for 2022. Ed, will you join us next year as well? Absolutely. Happy holidays, everyone. A great arbiter right there, folks. I love this. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. And if you want extra content, uh, go to patreon.com slash A grade podcast. We have a full scorecard of every episode with our individual letter grades, as well as our overall podcast letter grade for each episode. Um, we have other bonuses such as behind the scenes photos and pictures of these places. If you want to see what some of these bathrooms look like, there are pictures, there is documentary evidence, but you got to go to patreon.com slash a grade podcast. Uh, you can support the podcast. It's less than a dollar an episode and, uh, it goes back into these businesses essentially. Right. Yeah. And we're hoping in 2022 to start to bring you guys some different merch options and Oh, so many plans to keep. We have a lot of plans for the next year. So any, any help on Patreon would definitely. Yeah. There's a, there's a link probably in the episode description too, if you scroll through, but um, yeah, I'm super excited for 2022 to do a full year of the podcast, which is kind of crazy to think about. Oh, we need to go to 50 something craft breweries and our coffee roasters, but we are probably going to do that anyways. The A gradies are going to be hard next year. Oh my God. With 52 options. Oh Oh, man. But we're hard with 18. Yeah. So we're actually going to take a bit of a break. This is our last episode of the year. Uh, We have a trip to Portland, Oregon that we've mentioned. Um, That's going to be for New Year's. We're going to be there right after between Christmas and a little bit after New Year's. There's a lot of places we're going to be visiting there, coffee roasters, craft breweries. So basically for the month of January, we're going to be crushing episodes uh, of those experiences there. So a lot of really cool, new, different cross-country places to look forward to starting out 2022, which we're hitting the ground running hard in that sense, right? Yeah, we definitely are. And stay tuned for summer because we're both teachers. So we'll definitely be going to some awesome places over the summer as well. Oh, who the heck knows? Who knows (laughs) where the next year is going to take us. But, you know, thank you guys again for, for coming along with us. And we look forward to seeing you next year. Yeah. So I guess until next time, stay safe, be well. Have a great holiday. Drink well and hope to see you next year. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.